You're listening to It Won't Turn Off on edinburghnow.com. The show will begin right after this short break. Please stay tuned. This is the student-led voice of Edinburgh University. Over the air and online all the time. 88.9 WFSE, Fighting Scots Radio. Supporters of WFSE include Quickfill, a chain of 300 convenience stores and gas stations in the tri-state area, offering American-made fuels from Parent United Refining Company in Warren, Pennsylvania. Information is at quickfill.com. Are you fans of Smokey Robinson, Luther Vandross, Jill Scott, and Aaliyah, and other well-known R&B artists? If so, listen to The Quiet Storm, featuring DJ CR3. This isn't your new age R&B, this is your parents' R&B. Soft and warm, The Quiet Storm, Tuesday nights from 7 to 9 p.m. on WFSC 88.9 Fighting Scots Radio. Welcome to episode 15. 15? I think it's 15. 15. I'm going to go ahead 15. and assume it's 15 because Fif- the last episode yes. was 14. Yes, 15. Um, of It Won't Turn Off here on edinburghnow.com with um, the beautiful Britain. Oh, you don't mean that. I mean it. Oh. I mean it. They, you, they might not be able to see you, but yeah. I can, and it's always I always cherish that. Wow. I think we can just end the podcast now, then. <laughs> pause, so. pause for emphasis. <laughs> um, and then me. Hey, Logan. Lo- Logan. The lovely. The lovely. <laughs> we're, we're beautiful and lovely today. It's a little <laughs> it's, a, it's a little bit lovey-dovey here in the, uh, the production room. You don't want to imply that. You don't know the fan art that people can draw. Yeah, we might, we might not. Not want to do that. Want that. But anyway. We're all looking good start. Yes. <laughs> Wow. Um, so <laughs> today. The, today on the podcast, we're talking about uh, we're going to talk about some um, plans to um, some maintenance on the Wii U. Maintenance. Maintenance, if you That's will. A fun word. Um, we're going to talk about some games coming out this week. Um Going to talk a lot of Star Wars. Yeah, that's kind of maybe going to be the focus of this podcast. Mainly the Hope huge okay. focus. I mean, we typically talk Star Wars anyway, even when it's not on the docket. But, but no, we we're literally going have a ton today. So yeah. if you don't like Star Wars, number one, I'm sorry for you. You've had a Logan's rough life. Disappointed. I'm disappointed. But number two... Um, He's not angry. I'm not angry. I'm just, just disappointed. disappointed. Um, you might be a little disappointed with this podcast today because <laughs> we'll talk about that a lot. Um, we're definitely going to talk some comics this time. I know we've missed out on that yeah. um, quite a bit. I'm sorry. There's um, a lot, lot and, to take in. And a lot in between, I'm sure, both planned and unplanned. Well, the thing with comics is, like, a lot of the comics news also relates to movies and TV and yeah, games. Yeah, that's, that's so very it's true. Like, that's very true. It's like, oh, it's like the basis. It's it's the zenith at which the, the rest of this Good job. slopes down. Um but yeah, so how was your weekend, Logan? Um, it it was all right. It's like uneventful. Oh, okay. Um, oh, I did see. I saw The Martian this weekend. Oh, how how was that? Uh, it was very good. It was very was good. I really liked it. Um, I know we've been a little hard on Ridley Scott, deservedly so. <laughs> but 
He did a great job with that movie. Okay. I thought it was fantastic. Well, I thought Matt Damon did a great job in it. Uh, very entertaining. Uh, a lot funnier than I thought it would be. Hmm. Um, I thought it would be all just like drama the whole time and just how am I going to get home? But you have that mixed in with Matt Damon's character is truly really, uh-huh. he's funny in it. It's well, I, I thought it was very well done. That's good. I thought the cinematography in it was very good. Um, I just nodded. He just nodded. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all in all, I thought it was really great. Um, I personally would say if you kind of like that stuff, especially if you're a fan of um, space travel in general or even mm-hmm. science well, that's good. in there, that's um, good. I would go see it. it was, it's a great film. I was I mildly hesitant, but I trust your opinion. So yeah, but and unfortunately it. he does not end up being Marvin Marvin. The that's what, literally what I was just going to ask. Yeah, he doesn't, unfortunately. That's... But. That's saddening. His name's not even Marvin. So. That's a real. That, honestly, that's just a missed opportunity. It is. Like they could have gone so many places. But there's that. a lot of um, disco music in it. Oh. Yeah, and there's a reason for it. I'm not. I'm not going to say oh. what. But oh, okay. I'll just just know that most of the soundtrack is is disco. So I was I was hoping that this would lead into like a gritty Duck Dodgers reboot. Yeah, that's what we all. That that's the movie we. Um, deserve deserve but not the one <laughs> we need right now we need right now <laughs> yeah yes. um this weekend i made a decision to a good decision buy destiny the taken king good decision for your for your joy in your life but maybe Is bad it, for uh, when you need to get things done well i have a it's funny because the first half of this weekend is arguably the most busy i've been in a very long time See? and destiny arrived this morning at eight o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. um which is great. It's perfect. Uh, but it was $10 off, and I really, I was like, you know what? I should just do it so then I can actually know what I'm talking about if we right. talk about it. And I, I do like Destiny. I know it may not sound like I do, but I do. I yeah. like I like the themes. I like the aesthetic of it all. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a very well-put-together game. And I'm looking forward to diving back in there and doing all the expansion content that I never did. Mm-hmm. Such as House of Wolves, Dark Below, mm-hmm. Taken King, but yeah, that happened. Um, Taken King, the I I don't know if I've updated people on this. Maybe I have because I talk about it too much. Um, <laughs> but the actual like missions and stuff with that are really neat, and the new abilities, um, Stormcaller for which is what I'm going to be because my Warlock's level twenty three. Yeah, for warlocks, it's amazing. You basically, he's like, "Do you want to feel like Emperor Palpatine?" Yes. <laughs> Here you go. Yeah, the answer. And I was yes. like, "Yeah, yeah. I, I float on like a thing of lightning and shock people. It's amazing. I've changed my whole life." Is Zeus simulator, basically, but you don't throw static the shock. Yeah. Yes, static shock. Static shock. All all the electric type Cole. Pokemon as well. Cold Ma- Cole McGrath yeah. from Infamous. Yes. Yeah. All of that. All of them. Yes. All your favorite electric-based heroes. Yes. Or villains. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So there you go. Um, and then also this weekend, I went to Ollie's, which... Which is which is, Merton, <laughs> which is media in itself. For those who aren't aware, Ollie's is a discount superstore. It's a spiritual journey. It is. It's like... It's like a Big Lots, and if you don't know what a Big Lots is, it's like a downgraded version of Kmart. Yeah, which is saying something in and of itself. And but uh, so, 
So what Britain's saying is Big Lots is a is several steps down from a Kmart. Yeah. And Ollie's is is like is a couple steps down from a Big Lots. It's not a few steps. It's like you fall down a staircase <laughs> that just keeps going, yeah. and then you end up landing. Yes. At, uh, Ollie's, at Ollie's discount superstore. <laughs> yeah. And it it seems normal at first. You step in there. But then as you're exploring the store... It slowly s- turns into a snowy winter <laughs> scene it's, with a... Yeah. Like, it's Narnia, is what it's you're It's a Lovecraftian nightmare in store form. So, like, you're going around walking through the store, and you look up, and you see signs. And you would think that would be, like, what aisle you're in or something. But no, it's a giant face of old man Ollie, who is the mascot of the store. And then you go to another aisle, and it's another one Big saying... himself. Shh. The workers are sleeping. Don't wake them. Like, what is what is the implication of that? Dun, dun. And then another one is, like, confusion is only one of our, like, items, our most important inventory thing. Hold on. I have pictures. I have photographic proof that this store... Britain's nightmare adventure into all these... Confusion is our most important product. And then mm-hmm. another one. Why go to Florida when there's a Mickey Mouse operation in central PA? And it's Ollie posing with a poorly drawn Mickey Mouse. What does that even mean? You see, I don't even know what that means. I also don't know what that means, meaning the person that's staring at us right now through the door. Yeah. Which you would be able to see were there a, a video version yeah. of Unfortunately, this, but, the um, camera is dying, so. Well, it's not dying. It's just, it's just not, I'm not charged. It's not having a good time right now. It's having a bad week. We've it's, all been there. Um... Uh, but yeah, Ollie's is a mess, and it scared me, and I kind of don't ever want to set foot in there ever again. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Britain's nightmare. That was important. Britain's I just, I, real, I real life nightmare aside, let's jump into games. Transition. I did it. A plus. Congratulations. I'm promoting you, Congratulations. Logan. Um, Logan, you're being promoted to captain of transitions. Oh. <laughs> well... I mean, I've I worked my way up to the transition academy, and I've really been waiting for this day. Yeah, the commencement will be right after. That's all I've ever wanted. I'll treat you to some Taco Bell. Taco Bell Cantina. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> nice, um, Britton. I know you were excited about this. One. No, actually, I don't think you told me this. Somebody else told me this, but I assumed it was you. But anyway, that's saying something. That it, you know. Sometimes <laughs> I just wish other people were Britain. Life would be, be life would be better with more Britain. So, yeah. Um, likewise, Logan. Likewise. So I guess I'll jump into it. Um, so pray for the gods. Yes. Trailer was released, and it's basically a uh, spiritual successor to the highly popular. You know, it was a legendary. For, the legendary. It was nominated for Game of the Decade. A, a game of all time. Game of the yeah. decade. Um, it, Shadow of the Colossus. Um. But, it's really so it's game. very similar to Shadow of the Colossus, but with an even more on-the-nose ending, and um, and it has crafting and survival type stuff and yeah. all sorts of fun. So it looks so like fun on fun on fun the, on fun. The synopsis is you're this character, you're thrust into this big open thrust environment, to this su- cold, survivor. this cold wilderness. Yeah, and um, much like a young Spartan, according to Three Hundred. Yeah, it's does it even does it more this is going to be a dumb question. Thing. Does it snow in Greece a lot? No. Not often. So. so they went to a very specific place for them to be in the wilderness in the cold 
fighting a wolf. Yeah. Okay. Good. Well, three hundred took also a lot of creative, Liber- yeah, <laughs> liberties. Liber- yeah. But um, yeah. So you go around hunting basically the gods of the land, nice. and as we all do, from it's it's like Shadow of Colossus in which they all you don't really know what's going on until after. Mm-hmm. But with this one, it's kind of hinted that you shouldn't be doing this, but you have to. Yeah. Because the way things are going and how there's like this ice age going on, and yeah. you th- and your character slash tribe—I don't know if you're—I know you're alone for most of the game, but I'm assuming you have a reason to be killing these things. But it looks really, really good. It's coming out PC and Mac next year, so check check it out. out. And I'm sure we will when we get closer. Oh, I will. I will. So the NES or Nintendo Entertainment System, or Famicom, or the Famicom in Japan. Yep. The family computer. Yes. Um, turned 30 yesterday. Yay. Happy so birthday. basically the console that saved the gaming industry. Is now 30. Is now 30 years old. So probably has, you know, it might have a wife. Might be thinking about some kids. Might have some kids already. I mean, I guess technically Maybe. if you want to call the other consoles kids. Then and it's yes, got a lot then, of kids. Yeah. But then like. So I'm assuming if there's a like a conversion rate that console years are a lot more than a regular year. Probably. Yeah. I would I would like to think that, I guess, cuz a lot more cuz if not it would have like a kid at like 4. Well, no, it was probably older than that. NES might be I don't know. We could look that up. Um, but probably like 6 years maybe, maybe 8, maybe longer, maybe 10ish. NES was around a while before Super Nintendo. Took, All right, I'm going to look that over. up real quick. Brandon, okay. jump, jump into the next one. Um, do some facts. Well, speaking, fact speaking of Nintendo things, um, today Nintendo plans on a Wii U system maintenance. Um, a lot of people online and on forums and such are hoping that this means new information for the rumored Twilight Princess HD for Wii U or um, Shovel Knight and any other character for Smash um, to be revealed. According to Destructoid, the maintenance is suspected to take place um, between tonight, the 19th, and the 20th. So tomorrow we'll probably have a better idea of what changed, what's been added to the store, what's been taken away, stuff like that. Um, It would be really, really, really cool um, to hear information about Twilight Princess HD because that game, um, it's, it's up there in one of my favorite Zelda games. Like, it's not my favorite Zelda game, mm-hmm. but I like it a lot. Like, I do just, really like just Twilight Princess. The feel of it is really It nice. might be. It's in my, if I had to make, like, top five Zelda games, mm-hmm. it's probably in my top five. Yeah, I definitely, For I sure. think it's it's further up that list than Skyward Sword. But, well, maybe. Depending on what day it is. Sometimes I prefer Skyward Sword, but most of the time it's Twilight Princess. Anyway, I like that game a lot, and an HD version would really bring new life to that game i think because it's a gorgeous game when it came out on gamecube and wii and if they change it in the same way that they did um wind waker then there's Mm -hmm. a lot of opportunity and um room for improvements to different mechanics as well as the graphical fidelity so that should be cool um shovel knight for smash would also be incredible and further prove how psychic we are um okay you ready I am ready. The NES's official life lifespan, because they said it was 100% discontinued in retail stores in 2003. Oh wow! So, if you want to do that, it was a really long time. But its official discontinuation, at least in North America, was in '93. Okay. Um, it came out in '85, yeah. so it's eight years. It was eight years. Old. All right. 
Yeah. Hmm. So the NES old enough for second grade. Yes. So pretty much double what we originally thought. But um, <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm gonna f- I'll later figure out conversion the rest of them. conversion rates for Ages. console years. Okay. At least for the NES to make it not creepy that it had a kid at at, at eight. At eight. Well, it could be like Oryashka. Have you heard of Oryashka? No. Okay. Well, it's a JRPG um, okay. series. The newest. I figured it was a JRPG. The, really? Yeah. The name. The name <laughs> gave it away slightly. Um, the newest one was on the Vita and came out here uh, in February. I think could have been March. But um, your like family's bloodline is cursed, so you can only live two years. Mm-hmm. But like, you have to keep the the family going and like you pass through the generations so like you make packs with these like gods and goddesses and then you have children but all your characters are two years old technically speaking but they are born like in their 20s but they only live for two years that's weird it's it's really weird and kind of confusing <laughs> that that sounds like something you could only get away with in a in Japan yeah yeah mm-hmm. anyway it's a pretty game going. off track but then that was totally on track. <laughs> but totally also on track. <laughs> uh, the Rayman Raving Rabbids movie. Oh, yeah. Movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, mind you, I said movie. Oh, yeah. Movie, is apparently going to be written by the writers of Robot Chicken. Ooh. According to Variety, quote, the film is based on the wacky characters from the popular Rabbids TV series and Ubisoft's video games. Similar, similar to Minions and Despicable Me, the Rabbids first appeared in the Rayman series and became so popular they were spun off into their own franchise. So I really don't think they're that popular. I feel like it's just Ubisoft saying that they're popular. Yeah. Because I don't think they're that popular. And, and honestly, I think using the Minions as your, <laughs> as your reference as point, your reference point <laughs> is because I don't know. And once again, this is some, but something that I'm sure someone out there is going to completely disagree with me on. But I might. The, the Minions movie was god-awful. It was potentially one of the worst films I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know why you'd be like, that, that's what we're going to kind of base this off of. Well, like or the, the necessi- necessity for it. I'd much rather see, like, just a Rayman animated movie. Oh, I would love, I would love, love, love a Rayman than movie. Than need the Rabbids in it. Well, the thing is, is they've been trying to do this for an exceedingly long uh-huh. time. Mm-hmm. Like, when the first Raving Rabbids game came out, it was a party game for the Wii. Yeah, I don't even remember. Is the Rabbids show even still a thing? I don't think so. Like, there was the game that was also the TV show, and, like, you could mm-hmm. play the episodes. Right. Like, it was on Kinect and maybe PlayStation. I don't even know. But yeah. I don't think it's a thing anymore. Yeah, I don't think so. But, like, I, I know the, th- like, second Raving Rabbids game was all about television and stuff. Right. And it had Toxic by Britney Spears in a dance sequence as it should as yeah as it should I mean, honestly we could also do the han solo again mm. oh, moment of moment of silence for remembering that that happened star wars connect don't it's a travesty <laughs> star wars <laughs> connect it'll make you beg for jar jar back anyway this movie i cannot imagine it being good no, there's no way. I there's honestly, there's I'm, not I'm sorry. any. If that film somehow would like be hugely popular, I would question everything I've ever known and be convinced that I have somehow passed into an alternate dimension where also, people just have 
very, 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 very terrible taste in music. Rabbits literally are just minions. Oh, yeah, they are. Or minions are just rabbits. It's just Either way. yellow and yeah. made of corn. <laughs> and yeah. then rabbits are just evil bunnies with that horrifyingly realistic eyes. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Moving on from that travesty onto a lot less of a travesty. Doorways, yeah. Holy Mountains of Flesh, Part 2 is out. Um, for those who don't know, it's a relatively spooky game. I don't know if you could tell by the title. Um, it's on Steam now, and it's got a large amount of dark hallways and jump scares, and it's the, the follow-up to the Part 1 that came out a few months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't, like, I've, I checked it out for a little bit, and it's it's a lot like Amnesia, but mm-hmm. it's not Amnesia. It's It's, like, as close as you can get being a spiritual successor without actually remaking the game. <laughs> yeah. So it it's very, very, very similar to Amnesia style gameplay. And if you're interested in that, I would check out Doorways, Holy Mountains of Flesh. Yes. Speaking of horror games. Oh, yeah. Written, that was an incredible transition. Logan, you were just on fire today. Yeah, I, I came up with that completely on my own. Um, Congrats. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> and I guess also on the anniversary mode with the... NES we talked about earlier. Uh, Fear, yeah, that game, is uh, now 10 years old. Oh. So it's been 10 years of Fear, kind of. Except there was only Fear 2. Did they and ever do a Fear 3? Yeah, there's a third they one. They did third one? It's okay. not that good, though. So I was going to say. We don't talk okay. about it. Did it do the typical horror game trope where it jumped over into more of an action game than a uh-huh. horror game by three? Yep. Well, two was kind of more action Yeah, but two was it? really good. Yeah. Like, two was an action game, but it still was scary yeah. in, in most aspects. Yeah. I feel like watching people play Fear for me was, like, my one friend had it, and I think watching him play it was kind of scarier maybe than playing it. Probably. Because you would notice all the weird stuff in the background. Yeah. Like, he would walk through a room, and I'd be like, she totally just appeared on that TV that you walked past. Well, that's why the first one is lauded as such a good horror game, because it really is all of that stuff It's that, so subtle. Yeah, and you could miss it if you're just playing it like an action game. Mm-hmm. So, it's a it's a really good game, and um, I had no idea that it was 10 years old. Like, that's scary. Yeah. It came out 2005. Yep. I was, 2005. I was... Like, Nine. I was nine. Ten years ago, I would have been twelve. Oof. Twelve. Just still on my tween years. Struggling. (laughs) With angst. Yeah. Anyway. Me too. (laughs) So, new new games this week. Uh, (laughs) Ignoring ignoring angst. What just happened? Uh, I don't know. So the new games that are going to be out this week, Assassin's Creed Syndicate, uh, um, Adventure Time, okay. Finn and Jake, Investigations. Investigation. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Guitar Hero Live. All right. Hasbro Family Fun Pack. Yeah. Um, my <laughs> screen turned off, which is not a name of a game. Okay. Oh, no. The last one's Just Dance 2016. Okay, good. Thank you, Britton. Um, Thank you for the backup. Yeah, there's also more, but... um. There's, yeah. Obviously, just, just Dance is the most important of that list. Um, um, yeah, I could, I could see that. Because I okay, have you seen anyone 
like legitimately excited for Assassin's Creed Syndicate? I think I, I definitely think no. And the reason for that is I think Unity really, 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 really mm-hmm. I could probably do this for a couple minutes. You could of release hurt Ubisoft. It did. It did. Well, I, I feel like people now are like, Okay, great, you're coming out with a new game. Why don't we wait two weeks to see if it's not a well, as we used before, a flaming bag of garbage. Well, the thing is, is the all that Ubisoft has going for it right now is the Ubi Arts engine, right. which runs Child of Light and the newer Rayman games. Right. And Far Cry. Right. Because Rainbow Six is kind of eh at this point. Mm-hmm. And they're trying, they're just making like the same game with, in different settings. Like the Siege looks, not the Siege, um, what's the, the one set in New York? Rainbow Six? Rainbow Six. Oh, what was it? It's. It just. It's so. I wanted to say hard line, but that's. It's so boring uh, looking. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, hard? No. Hard. Once, once no, again, hard, I was going to say hard line again. No. It's hard line, Britain. But um, it's not. That's Battlefield, for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I haven't been impressed with Assassin's Creed, honestly, probably since Black Flag. Okay. Um, my problem is, is when you're, when you're saying like, here, we have this game and we can go throughout all these interesting times in history Well, I'm like, to be the setting for the game. Yeah. Like Unity, I was kind of excited because I'm like, French Revolution, that's really cool. I love cool. the French Revolution. I, yeah. And you know, it's, my heritage is actually, I'm part French and I'm like. Wow. Yeah. So Me too. Go. So I probably was related to one of those assassins. That's the only thing that makes sense because <laughs> that's historically accurate and not a work of fiction. Um, but anyway. And did you know that Ubisoft is made up of a group of individuals who have different religions, backgrounds, and gender identities? Yes. Um, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> so the idea of the French Revolution was really cool. But my problem with it is is when you have all of human history that you could technically go to. You go to Primal. Far yes. Cry 4. Well, yeah. Crossover. Um <laughs> My problem is, is like, with one, you had uh, Constantinople, right? That was in... Um, yeah, that was in one of them. That was in Revelations. Yeah, but, yeah, you had it, you know, far enough back in the past. With two, you had the Renaissance. Three, you had the American Revolution, which I was like, okay, well, that's... Well, one didn't take place in Constantinople. That was Revelations. That took right, place. Um, right, right, One right. took um, place in the Middle East. In, right. In, um, is it in? Damascus. Damascus. Damascus, yes. Um, there, and then, like, they got to three and they did the American Revolution. I'm like, all right, that's really Not cool. Not very that, well, but yeah, they did it. Yeah, and I'm like, all right, that's cool. That's going to really appeal to the North America, American audience, you know, because unfortunately Americans we're not always the best at brushing up on our history and being like, yo, they did that European time period, which is really cool. I mean, yeah. the Renaissance, obviously, a lot of people know about that. But I was like, okay, that'll be cool for that. But then my, the, what bothered me, and don't get me wrong, as I said, I think Black Flag is probably one of the best in the franchise. I mean, 2 is really good. 2 is my favorite. Yeah. 2 is very good. Um, But, like, of the more recent ones. Yeah. But my problem is they did Black Flag, which is, like, okay, it's still colonial era. Mm-hmm. So they had to change nothing really about it. Yeah. And then they did three. I mean, they did Unity, which was colonial era because, I mean, yeah. the French Revolution was like seven was 1700s the basic, They well. made it so the main characters of 
three of Black Flag of Unity and Rogue could all all took place basically in the same exact time. Yeah, period. yeah. And Rogue was also cl- like Rogue, I'm tired actually, of being Rogue was like good. Yeah. Though. The unfortunate thing is like, it they put way too much push on Unity and yeah. I don't think they focused on Rogue basically Rogue, at all. Rogue like it's and a Unity, solid game. Unity fell apart yeah. and they should have been focusing on Rogue, I guess. But anyway, but I'm tired of like colonialism, 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 yeah. colonialism, colonialism. And then now with Syndicate, it's also like, guess what? Mid 1800s. Mid 1800s. I'm like, okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. You think it's cool, but like, think of some of the things you could do. You could go to Egypt, you know, ancient Egypt. That yeah. would be awesome. You could do, you know, ancient Greece. That mm-hmm. would be really cool. You know, you could do a lot of things with India. You, could, I saw concepts for like a Viking assassin. Like they, they had a thing with Russia at one point. Oh yeah. The comic comic book. Like there's so many different other areas and time periods Mm -hmm. and things like that, that I'd rather see, but they're stuck right now in like, let's do European Anglo-Saxon history. Yeah. Like a lot of people want, like, yeah, they have that, um, like platformer basically. Yeah. There's Chronicles, which is Asia, India and, um, Russia. Right, but they're not good. Right, yeah, which is and disappointing it's because they could be either. full, yeah, full they're like experiences. A, I feel like they not. need to be like a mobile game. They're really. It's like they tried doing um, Mark of the Assassin, but yeah. badly. Yeah, but it's really. St- it plays like the original Pinch of Persia, actually. Oh yeah, which is. Yeah. But um, <laughs> see, that's my problem. Is like I'd like to see those expanded out. Like I'd yeah. be, I would show like ten times more interest in Assassin's Creed if they were like yeah we're gonna do you know we're gonna do ancient Japan I'd be like okay that makes sense ninjas were assassins like okay yeah I can totally see an assassin of that I guess league of assassins existing in you know I guess feudal Japan yeah or you know give us a modern day one yeah like because they need something fresh because they always allude to it but I really, like, I, I know I'm probably one of the few people, but I really, really liked the Desmond sections in yeah, 3 no, I mean. and in the 2 saga. And mm-hmm. in 1, like, I liked Desmond's story. Like, he wasn't a great character, mm-hmm. but I liked being in that part of the world and, right. like, the way they told the modern-day story. Right. And they they don't have that anymore. Yeah, that's true. So. Yeah, because of twenty. Because 2012 and Mayans and Reasons. And Juno and Jupiter and whatever the other ones were. Yeah. But I don't know. That's that's what I'd like to see. You know, it's... I, I would like to see more variety. I'd like to see yeah. more... And now with it just being Abstergo, you're not trying to fall into Desmond. It's It's easier that you don't have to be like... Oh, yeah, Desmond was also conveniently Japanese and was also <laughs> conveniently... Um, Indian and was also conveniently, you know, Slovakian or like yeah. anything. Like you could just, I, I want to see these different periods, and I think that would be so cool. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, imagine being a, a Viking assassin. That that would just be neat. Like, first of all, how would that work? Like, yeah, you would still like have I want boat combat, I guess. Yeah, I just would really like to see the attempts. You know, like okay, let's take the weapons the from art that would time. Probably be really good. Yeah, let's take the weapons from that time period. Let's take these locations. Mm-hmm. Let's do something creative with it. But yeah. instead it was just like, yeah, 
basically every city in America in the three looks the same. It's like, am I in Bo- no, am I in Boston right now, or am I in New York, or am I in Philadelphia? I have no clue. Yeah, Philadelphia doesn't look anything like Philadelphia. Yeah. As someone from Philadelphia. Yeah. I mean, Britain actually was around in 1776. I was, I was um, Benjamin Franklin's nephew. Yeah, well known fact. You heard it here first. Britain mm-hmm. is eternal. But like, I did so I did so many reports on Benjamin Franklin when I was younger. Like, yeah, I, I'd, I'd assume so. Yeah, um, <laughs> but like, there's there's pictures and there's paintings and there's recreations and maps and stuff of what Philly looked like. And I we had access to them as elementary schoolers, so I don't exactly understand yeah. why their why Ubisoft's version of Philly yeah looked yeah. Like, I, I understand making it, like, 100% historically accurate is a pain, but I think it'd just be a nice touch. I, and, yeah. like, you need that variation, because I feel like, too, in Black Flag, every every port you come into looks the same. And two has three different cities. Yeah. Like, and they all, they're all, like, I'm sure they're not all, partic- like, correct Particular, historically. Yeah. But there's enough differences between them to be like, yeah, no, this is Venice. Yeah. Venice is so cool. Yeah. But anyway, Assassin's Creed rant over. For now. For now. I'm sure we'll have many more. Like especially I want to play after... it. I want to play Syndicate, but yeah, I don't like, want to. I think it's interesting. I don't want to have to pay for it. Yeah. No, I agree. I I would. I don't want to support I would like them. To test it out. <laughs> but as I said, I, I I think now that it's just Abstergo and you're not going with Desmond, they they have so much potential to just do yeah. a bunch of different things. And in yeah. Black Flag, when you're just in the office and you like go around you see all these concepts for things you're like yep. oh yeah Japanese warrior this that and I'm like awesome this is going to be sweet like these are probably games they're coming up with and I remember watching somebody play and he found the like reference the which Phoenix and, thing or no I don't, no. I don't think so but there was like a reference to the French Revolution, and we were talking about, like, oh, these could be future games. And I was yeah. like, I don't think they'll do French Revolution after having two games set in basically the time period. Oh, yeah, the, and the, then, the, boom, there it was. There was Unity. Anyway. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Anyway, it's done. Anyway. um, We're going we'll to we'll take a back. quick break. Just, yeah, just sit tight. Everything you need for Edinburgh is at edinburghnow.com, including live streaming of our station. EdinburghNow.com and WFSC. They just plain damn well go together. Support for WFSC is provided in part by John's Wadwood Pizzeria. Open daily at 105 Erie Street in Edinburgh. John's menu includes pizza, hoagies, wings, salads, and more. Information is at 814-734-7355 or on the web at johnswadwoodpizza.com. There's always something of interest going on at Edinburgh University, and the best way to stay informed is to read The Spectator and visit Edinburgh Campus Media online at edinburghnow.com. Student journalists at The Spectator contribute stories, reviews, and commentary on a wide variety of topics. The paper is published throughout the school year every Thursday and distributed free on campus and throughout the community, with many stories also available online. The Spectator, proudly serving Edinburgh University since 1865. After lengthy, further Assassin's Creed discussion. Additional discussion during the break. Uh, <laughs> we're back. We're back, and we're done talking about Assassin's Creed. And now we're going to talk about... And now we're going to... Star Wars. 
Star Wars. Star Wars. We're going to rant about Star Wars forever. So, for those of you who are unaware that may or may not live under a rock, the Star well, Wars... Well, I'm, I need to, I need, I'm sorry, I need to stop you there, but even if you live under a rock, you can still listen to WFSC Fighting Scouts Radio and our podcast. That's on true. On That's true, because you could be under that rock and you just have... Or in a bog. You could also you be could in a bog. You could live in a bog. Yeah. That's what the one-liner says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, uh, <laughs> um, the Force Awakens official poster, I guess the final poster, because there was, I guess, yeah. other ones, um, came out yesterday. It's so good. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, definitely look it up. Um, like, find it. Find it. Brendan, did you get a chance to look at it? Oh, oh yeah, it's on your background. It's the background, background of my right phone yeah. right now. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, so there's a lot of... Questions raised from this. So let's um, let's dissect this poster. Yes, I'm gonna get a post-it so I can like. Let me. I'm gonna look up a picture of it. Okay. Again, I mean I've seen it a ton. Um, I've been looking at it. Just I've I've left I my phone unlocked so again. I can stare at it. Um. So the thing is about this poster. First of all, if if I would like to, I'd like to point out the fact that there's a giant Death Star like object in the top right. Yes. Which, I, I mean, that that's something, to say the least. Right. But we don't know what that is yet. But if, if my theory is correct, then it's like a rebel deterrence weapon to make sure that another Death Star doesn't happen. Right. Because when you look at it, um, the poster itself is kind of split up between, I mean, not entirely, but there's a feel of, like, heroes and villains because you obviously have kylo ren on the one side and mm-hmm. red you know he's got his lightsaber kind of looking really cool by yeah. the way he's uh, <laughs> it, he's like his lightsaber is giving off a red aura on that entire side and on the other side you have finn and his lightsaber obviously blue and it's like giving a blue aura on that entire side and the side that looks like it's implied more of heroes, because on that side you do have Finn, you have Rey, you have Han, you have Leia, you have Chewie, you know, I guess to some extent you have BB-8, R2, Poe. But they're they're um, in the C-3PO. middle. They're kind of in the middle. middle. Um, you know, you have the Millennium Falcon on that side, but most of the good guys are looking towards or leaning towards um, the right side of it. Um, Rey, she's looking left. Well, I'm sure there's also – well. Anyway, yeah. but this new, what people are thinking is basically a new Death Star. Because when you look at it, it's this big mechanical-looking sphere. Yeah. Like, what else could that be Yeah, in the Star like Wars it, universe? Yeah, and it has a trench down the middle of it, which we've all seen, and has a big, what looks like cannon in the middle. So it's very Death Star-like, not entirely Death Star. No, it's a, it's a bit more elegant than a Death Star. Yeah. Um, anyway, um... But it's on. It's in blue. It's on. It's on what's assumed to look like the good side of things. So I don't know whether that was just weird placement, and they thought that would be good for it, or the implication is there that the rebels now have an equivalent of a Death Star, maybe as a deterrent. Yeah. Um, to prevent the Empire from existing again. That's what I'm thinking. I mean, the same argument could be said that on the other side of what looks like the new Super Star Destroyers are on the blue side as well. But that yeah, kind of ties into the, the Falcon, Falcon, I think. Yeah. 
And, you know, at the bottom you do have the New Order Stormtroopers. There's there's a lot of them. They're across the entire bottom. Um, there. Who is, um, this may be a dumb question, but the character um, above BB-8 to the left of R2. I don't know. Do that know looked like kind is, of yeah. like a background character in a scene, or um, that could be, there's one actress... I can't remember her name. That there was pictures of her when they were doing all the promo images, right. and yeah, she was I, doing I a um, face capture for it. So maybe that's her character because that we haven't seen much of that character. Yeah, but it they do look familiar. Um, but also kind of important to bring up is the fact that Luke Skywalker, Mark Hamill, is nowhere to be found on this poster. Yes, yeah, Luke is nowhere in here, and whether that's just a m- part of you know, a space issue of, like, I don't know where we'd fit him. No, in because I feel like he could be right next to Han and Leia. Like yeah, there's, no, he there's could a lot of open right space. in there. Um, my theory is, is because we've seen, we've heard Luke's voice, obviously, in the second trailer. Yeah. You know, obviously, there's a whole other thing we could dissect into there. Um, and we assume it's his hand, that the hand that goes up and it touches the top of R2-D2 yeah. in that trailer as well. We're assuming that's Luke. Um but we haven't seen his face. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen his face at all. Um, there's been, pr- you know, pictures of Mark Hamill just like leaving set, and he has more of a beard now, and um, you know, reportedly looks more Obi Wan Kenobi kind of like yeah. than you know whatever. But we haven't seen the character's face, so it doesn't mean that you know when they film scenes and stuff like that, he doesn't have either blue or green screen stuff on him, and then mm-hmm. in post, you know, there could be some kind of twist with how with Luke's appearance. He could be Kylo Ren. He I, he could be, but they do actually, there is an actor that's, um, I yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's supposed to be Kylo, but you never you never know, it could be like a twist thing there as well. But No, I guess Star Wars isn't really like huge on pulling the wool over anyone's eyes as far as characters, like except True. for Darth Vader. True. There's really no like, that is very true, but then again, JJ kind of is. J- yeah, he well, he is. But <laughs> he he went for far. He had the whole. It's not Khan. It's John Harrison thing yeah, for like a while, and then true. even in the movie, and then just midway through, he's like, "Yeah, no, it's Khan." And you guys <laughs> all knew it was Khan, and you totally called it was Khan. And I kind of wish that I didn't pretend it was Khan, but it was Khan. Um, also, Captain Phasma, kind of. Like in the center. Yeah, she's right there. She's ready to do something. Yeah, I think she's <laughs> going to be a really interesting, I'm assuming, villain. Maybe. And maybe not. Maybe turns over. You never know. Yeah. Like, um, there's so much that we don't know about this movie. Yeah, there's a lot that we assume we know, but not yeah, a ton. We, yet. we know nothing. John Snow. Uh, <laughs> but, pretty much. Like, um, uh, but so my thought is of why Luke's not on the poster. I okay. know that's a big mystery for everybody right now. Maybe he disappears. I think definitely, I think there's something visually with him that there's going to be a twist or there's going to be some kind of reveal that you wouldn't yeah. want to put him right on the poster. Yeah, you know? I don't think he's going to show up within the first 10 minutes of the movie. Like yeah, I, no, I feel I like there's it's going to be, be a, like act two. Because you can tell even in the poster itself, there's some stuff that we already know that they're kind of hiding in it. Like, if you notice, they've conveniently put Chewie in a space that's covering um, C-3PO's new red arm. Mm. If you zoom in, which I am on this image, um, 
you can see it there. You can see it's like kind of right behind um, Han's ear there. And as I said, kind of tucked behind Chewie's fur. But like, it's hidden. It's not like yeah. they don't have him out in front like, yeah, I have a red arm now. So I don't know. They could potentially be trying to avoid spoilers there with how maybe something with Luke's appearance. Maybe. But then again, they also did slap what everyone's assuming to be a new kind of Death Star on the poster Which well. I don't think we had seen anything of No, I don't think there's now. any any of that. Yeah. So, yeah, you have the new Star Destroyers. You have potential Death Star 3. Probably not, though. It doesn't It doesn't look like the Death I, Star. I feel like it's... it's. I feel like this is either the New Order's new attempt at a Death Star... Or Coruscant has been a giant cannon this whole time. Secretly, yes. Coruscant's <laughs> just going to open and be like, yeah, we were a Death Star the whole time. It kind of looks like... The top half of it looks like Ark from Sonic the Hedgehog. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yes. A crossover movie. Yeah. Um... Also, Ray is huge in this this Yeah, poster. she's the most prominent character except for Kylo. Yeah. Kylo Ren is obviously the biggest. He's I mean, kind of Yeah, as far as real star. estate goes, he has basically got a the third most. of the poster. She's yeah. got the second most. So I think definitely with that in mind, um, Ray, I think she's gonna be a one of the main focuses yeah. of this film. Well, yeah, clearly. I mean you've seen quite you've seen quite a bit of her already. Mm-hmm. And the trailers and that kind of stuff as and then well. The the new image of her with Chewie in uh, the cockpit. Yes. Um, my thing that's kind of weird to me though is that we don't know their last names yet. Right. You don't know Ray's last name. You don't know Finn's last name. Poe has a last name. Dameron. Dameron. That's what it was. Yes. Um, so, I mean, as, originally I was assuming Poe is going to be. Luke's son. Well, that's what I was thinking. Because but then when they like came out with names, they were like, no, he's Poe Dameron. But two that they haven't revealed, which leads me to assume they are related to someone, is Ray isn't. And I'm still 100% calling it right here, right now. And I'm assuming it's going to be right that Ray is Han's daughter. Yeah. Ray, well, I mean Han and Leia's daughter. Which means she's Force-sensitive and would explain... Why it kind of looks like, like, if you look at it quickly, it looks like Ray has a lightsaber, like a, a staff yeah, saber. It looks like her, because Kylo Ren's saber is along the yeah. exact same line as her spear thing that we've seen so, in the trailer. That's some implications. Um, So it is very similar. And I, I think maybe the concerning thing here is that that implication, she's on the red side there. Well, that part, yeah. So there, there is that question because if they're trying to pay a little bit of a homage to um, the expanded universe, which I know they said is no longer canon now. Um, super non-canon anymore. Yeah, super non-canon anymore. One of the solo children in yeah. the expanded universe turns to the dark side and basically is like the new Anakin Darth Vader. Solo. Yeah, yeah Anakin. No, Anakin I think is one of the is, good ones. Is that one of the good ones? Yeah, he's one of the good ones. I think it's Jason. Jason Solo. Is it Jason? I think Jason turns okay. the dark side. He's one of the twins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then, spoiler alert for a thing that's no longer canon, um, his sister ends up killing him. Yeah. So it's like this big emotional story. But that could be very possible. As far as Finn, uh, Well, it's I'm a blue sure. lightsaber, so that means it's not Luke's. Because, right. Well, as of the end of... Um, the, yeah, I'm trying to look more at the... You can't really the, see much of the hilt. The hilt. Yeah. I mean, the... The part where the admitter, I guess maybe, um, of the hilt looks similar to Anakin's, kind of, but like, not a ton. Like not a ton. It. 
not a dime. But anyway, yeah. so I don't I don't know who he would be related to that they're not revealing last name. I, I mean, it could be Calrissian. Yeah, maybe I, I've heard rumors that he might be Luke's son, but you know, just specifically not that race should be that important of a thing. But uh, the actor um, John. Boya? John Boya? Yeah. Yeah. Um Bo- Bo- it's I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, yeah. but regardless, you know, it it he's not biracial at least to my knowledge. Uh enough that you could be convinced that like yeah, it's he's the son of Luke and Well, I mean, I don't know if that's like I I think that's reading way too far. Yeah, he could be it. adopted as well. He or could be his an adopted actual child. son. Like, or his act- like... actual son, but it it I mean we don't know and it's a yeah. lot of that's a lot of speculation. At it this is point. a lot of speculation, but there, I think there is some implications of like those two specifically haven't their last names yeah. haven't been revealed. He, he clearly has a relation to somebody, someone, somebody that if his last name was revealed, it would give away something. Yeah. But yeah, so that's that's kind of a lot of time analyzing that poster. That poster, but, but um, tying into analyzing the poster, um. Tonight, tonight on Monday Night Football, mm-hmm. which we promise we're not going into the morning after territory here. Um, That's it would be the only reason I watch it. <laughs> there you go. Uh, they're revealing, which obviously Monday Night Football. That's on ESPN. ESPN is owned by ABC. ABC is, is owned by Disney. Disney. Disney has the right to Lucas Films. So that's kind of the connection <laughs> there. Um, they are revealing a. I guess it's the third. Um, trailer. trailer for, and I think final. I think they said this might yeah. be the final yeah. trailer before I mean, it comes the movie's out. out in two months. So. Yeah, for um, the Force Awakens. So definitely, um, I'm gonna be all over that mm-hmm. as soon as it releases. I'm gonna watch it mm-hmm. like a million times. Yeah, we're gonna Probably. talk about that one. We're gonna talk about it tomorrow, but we'll we'll talk about it on here on Wednesday. Yeah. Um, frame by frame, probably frame I'll frame, analyze yeah. it, see if there's anything I notice. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's been some teasers of like new images that have kind yeah. of. Um, tying into it, which is really weird because, um, Britton, I don't know how much you've seen. I'm sure there are a ton online as well, but um, uh, we have cable at my house and, you know, just watching TV. It's really weird to be like, here's a teaser for a trailer tomorrow. Like that, like they yeah. run during like commercials. Like they really yeah. want people to tune in to well, watch this. I mean, I hope it's something big then. Like I, ho- yeah. I hope it's like the trailer. Yeah, it's not like to end all trailers. I mean, I thought the last one, I thought two blew my mind. Yeah. No, it was it was really I good. I freaked out that day. I, I was actually I was at my internship and I don't think I got anything done that day cuz I watched the whole Star Wars. <laughs> was it Star Wars Celebration or yeah. something? Yeah. Um the event and I watched them talking to the cast and all the different things, the adorable feud between R2D2 and BB8. Um the new stormtroopers marching out all that. Um we're gonna get a we're gonna get a BB-8 for the radio station. B- I'm definitely BB-88.9. I'm definitely gonna buy myself one. I I want one of those so bad. The the like a I guess more official version if you want to call the it that. The hundred and fifty dollar one. Yeah, the more expensive yeah. one. Um, <laughs> I want one the of those. The one with holograms. Yeah, I want that one really bad. Yeah. Um, but anyway, one of them that really catches me in particular is we've seen the image before. Um, I don't think it was in the second trailer. But it's been in some things that Star Wars has put out on their Instagram, and I'm assuming their Facebook page as well. I do like them on both. Um, 
and it's an image of Ray, and she's walking in like what looks like a wooded area with yeah. BB-8, and she stops and kind of looks up, like concerned almost, and we hadn't seen what the image is before. Yeah. You know, we haven't seen what she looked at, but one of these teasers that they have for it, mm-hmm. she, she, it follows her look up. So she looks up, and then it turns, and what's flying is Rebel starfighters. Like, I, I think I noticed an A-wing. There were yeah. some X-wings. There might have been an Y-wing in there. So I don't know if she's just startled because, like, she wasn't expecting them to fly it's, overhead. It's or It's she has some connection to Poe at that point, and they're doing, like, some dangerous thing. Yeah. Or... The rebels are the bad guys. Yeah, uh, Britton and I have talked about this, and it's—I don't love it. I don't, I don't love, love this the idea, idea. No, but some of the things that I've been noticing is it almost is pushing—not that the rebels are the bad guys necessarily, but they're—but not great. Maybe yeah, that there are implications that they're not this ultimate force for good that Plus is implied. Yeah, and if if Luke isn't involved anymore. Or if Luke is just off, yeah. Doing Luke whatever seems Luke's like doing. he's very hermit esque at this point. Yeah, he's yeah. very out of the picture almost entirely in the poster. Yeah, yeah, literally <laughs> out of the picture. But, but you know, if this new Death Star thing is owned by the Rebellion, yeah, you know, if by Rebel have, Holdings LLC, yes, there's yeah, they have their official trademark on it. Um, <laughs> You know, if that's if that's part of the rebellions thing, you have Ray showing concern over these, you know, rebel starfighters. You know, they're still not entirely. It's still not one hundred percent implied that they're good. Yeah, you have this new order I mean, faction you, you that's rising up to you, overthrow them. Yeah, you hope and you assume that they're good because that's what they have been in every movie so right. far. My my thing that I definitely don't want them to do is I don't want because this has been a lot of rumors and stuff for a while. I don't want Luke to turn to the dark side because I think if you do because there's been rumors that I Luke mean, will be in will the, like turn to the dark in side. the non-canon expanded universe. He does for a very brief second, right? But but and then he meets his wife. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, Mara Jade. Right? Yeah. Mara Jade? Yeah. Mara Jade. I hope she never appears in this though. Uh, but what bothers me about this idea is with that not being canon now, and that's not the thing they're going for. We really have nothing to go on. We have nothing to go on. This is all new, all different. It's the all new, all different Star, <laughs> Star Wars. Wars. Um, well, I guess it's not all different. Um, mostly. Mostly different. But I think by doing that, you break the validity of the themes and what happens in the original trilogy. I mean, literally Luke's arc follows a very similar line to Anakin's. Not entirely, not 100%, but... He's the chosen one. To... He's, he's the chosen one. Yeah. You know, he witnessed his family being killed. Um, well, not his mom and dad, yeah. but his aunt and uncle. Yeah. Which... By the way, when you really think about it, Aunt, Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru had one of the most brutal deaths in Star Wars. Everybody else, they yeah, they get yeah. stabbed by lightsabers or you know blown up in ships, but you've never seen somebody like burned alive. Yeah, they were the only people that like he came upon like burnt corpses, mm-hmm. and blasters don't do that. So yeah. the stormtroopers or whoever it's implied, I'd assume it's implied the stormtroopers are. Um, because I never 100% say it was, but you're led to assume it's yeah. the Empire. 
they like took time to kill them. But anyway, you know, you go through this and then he's tempted with the dark side. You know, in Return of the Jedi, the Emperor literally offers him like, look, why don't you just kill your dad and take his place? Yeah. And he's, you know, like the thing is he's tempted, but the point is, is like he doesn't take it. Yeah. He doesn't want to turn to the dark side. And that's what makes him good. Mm-hmm. But so I think if they would turn around and then in this film be like, oh, yeah, he's the, he's a Sith now. It, it ruins that. It ruins the like, well, what happened to the what happened to the man that could ha- could have had power? Yeah. You know, could have been basically the second most powerful person in the universe, the galaxy, I guess. And, and push, you know, and says, no, I'm a, I'm a Jedi, like my father before me, you know, like, Mm -hmm. and then turn around and be like, just kidding. I'm a Sith, like my father before me. (laughs) Like that would be, I I would probably be very upset if that's Uh, the plot. Unless there's like a very. There'd have to be an amazing reason. Yeah. Like it couldn't just be like, uh, he tried to have a kid, and it was it was killed by a, a, a Padawan that he was trying to train. Even then, I'd be like, "No, stupid, not enough." Like it, it would have to be a colossal reason why he's would switch over. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. We still don't know too much. But hopefully, after tonight, we'll know a little bit more. Yeah. So I guess continuing off of that, um, leading up to the movie which you can now buy tickets for yeah i think it's as of halftime tonight yeah halftime of the game tonight and certain theaters you know i'm yeah if if the movie's at meadville which is where i'm probably going to see it is selling tickets then yeah if the place i'll buy i'm I'm tonight buying a lot (laughs) yeah i've literally told people for months those i guess the second these tickets go on sale i'm buying yeah no i i have every intention of doing so um, at Regal Cinemas each Saturday from December 19th to January 9th, um, the first 500 guests to see Star Wars Force Awakens in IMAX will receive a collectible ticket featuring unique Star Wars Force Awakens art, and there will be new nice. art every week. Um, at AMC Theaters, these are basically the, the biggest ones in yeah. Pennsylvania. Um, if if you have a different cinema chain, then um, go online to starwars.com and you'll be able to see them. But at AMC Theaters, there's Star Wars Sundays, and each Sunday from December 20th to January 10th, guests who purchase a ticket to see Star Wars Force Awakens and IMAX will receive a uh, Star Wars print from the artist Dan Mumford, and there'll be a new poster every week. Nice. So that's kind of cool. Um, and if there was an AMC closer to my house, I would probably do that. Yeah, because... I'm really debating, because I know a lot of theaters are going to do this, I'm debating doing the full marathon. The marathon? And I know that's going to be, like, a ton of money. It would hurt. Like, oh, yeah, that's going to hurt. physically do it. I want to. And that's to, the thing that, but... like, and not to rip on the prequels again, we already did that. It's just, like, if there was an option where it's, like, can I just watch the original trilogy? Well, yeah. On? Just because yeah, that would be a lot more work. digestible. Yeah. Um, I would totally do it. Yeah. I, I, I think very rarely, you know, when there's things, like, they had the one theater wherever it was in um, – I think it was in Arizona, I want to say. I don't know why I want to say Arizona. That showed, like, all the Marvel movies before Age of Ultron. Oh. Oh, yeah. Like, insane. Um, that had to have been, like, two days. Two days for the movies. Yeah. Um, like, you know, whenever I see those, like, some places will be like, oh, yeah, we're showing all the Indiana Jones movies before 
Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Oh. Or, you know, this you know, they do that a you lot for it. popular you, you, you spoke the name of I the spoke unspeakable the movie. For, forbidden name. I've always been like, that'd be neat, but I wouldn't I wouldn't do that. For Star Wars I think I would. I yeah. I care. All about six would Star be rough Wars. and I I I've could do done it. it. Oh yeah, no, I've done it on my own but time for sure. I don't. Um, I don't know if I want to sit in a theater with other yeah, people. Yeah, there definitely would have to be breaks. There would have to be. Well, there are. Um, like when my uh, the movie theater back home, well, one of the movie theaters back home, they did the extended cuts of every Lord of the Rings movie before mm. the Hobbit came out. Right. And there was like a forty-five minute break between each movie. That's nice. So if you wanted to like run and get McDonald's or something yeah. instead of like just eating from the concession stand, which or... would be expensive. Yeah, it would be. Unless be you very just get expensive. one large popcorn and just eat popcorn for the next twelve hours. Yeah, but Star Wars, I would will be willing to try, but yeah, I don't know if if there was an option where it was just the original trilogy, I would I would go for that. You option. could probably just show up at the original trilogy starting. Yeah, and just go in. Yeah, but the problem is you'd probably have to pay full price. Like I, feel they're, I doubt they're going to be like, oh, you didn't see three movies, so yeah. here's cheaper. But yeah. I yeah, don't but I am. I, <laughs> I'm seeing it at midnight. Yeah, no, I'm definitely gonna see it at midnight. There, I, I think yesterday I said, and I quote, um, "The only way I will not see that film at midnight is, is if I'm dead." Yeah, no, that's exactly how I feel. Like, like I can have the most important test of my life the next day, which you probably wouldn't. It's yeah, I think we're out of school. I think we're yeah, out we of are. school by then. But anyway, just theoretically, I, it, something could happen that would be like, yeah, you have the most important thing ever tomorrow. And I'd be like, I'm sorry. Star Wars. I'm sorry. Then I'm going to come in really, really tired because yeah. it's Star Wars. Because, like, I I don't know who would go with me. I'm sure my brother probably would. But, like, it, no, maybe not. Like, I care about a Star, star Wars a lot. And oh, I no, always I do. have, it's, and yeah, I probably it's always an, will. It's been an inter- uh, a very important part of me. But, um, like, I, I need to see this movie. Because it's the first one I can realistically see at midnight, basically. Because prequels, I was a lot younger and wasn't about to go to a midnight release of a movie. Yeah. But this one, like, I, I'm very excited for. Yes. Yep. All right. We just spent, like, half an hour talking about Long posters. breath. A lot of Star Wars stuff. Uh, we will talk more about it after the trailer's released. Hopefully in smaller In smaller increments. Um, do we want to hit a couple of these, or could you want to move these to another day? Um, well, we could we could hit um, we could hit maybe one or two. Okay. Um, I like the Guillermo. Okay. One. Well, Guillermo del Toro would apparently quote kill to remake the movie Pet Cemetery according to his Twitter. So Pet Cemetery, the seminal pet-based horror movie slash novel true. written by Stephen Very King. True. Um and I feel like Guillermo would really do well. Oh, I think he would definitely do well with that. Yeah. I, I would like to see Guillermo do a Stephen King movie. Because that's too. that's the thing too, is Stephen King has almost become kind of a joke when it well, comes to he, horror he, now. That's a genre. Like, yeah, yeah, it's its own kind of genre. Yeah, and some of it's really, really bad. Some of it's mm-hmm. really, really good. Yeah, I think Guillermo's a fantastic director, especially when it comes to horror. And I would love to see him attempt to do um, older Stephen King because you know that's when he was writing great stuff. Yeah, you know when you have The Shining and you had It and you had Pet Cemetery mm-hmm. and um, Misery, Misery, Salem's Lot. Yeah. That kind of stuff. That like the films themselves are okay. Mm-hmm. They're not great. I mean, 
Misery's Coop, a good movie. Misery's good. <laughs> Kubrick's Shining is good. It didn't follow the book very well, but... It's a beautiful movie. It is a beautiful movie. I mean, film-wise, it's just a fantastic film. I mean, it's Kubrick. But, yeah. um... Yeah, no, I'd really like to see Garamo mm-hmm. give give his spin on that story because it's like when you see the movie now, it's like it's dark. There's dark parts to it. Yeah, and obviously it's a twisted tale. But like, I would like to see his spin on it. I, I feel like just, he could make it scary. I would hope he it is scary. Like his horror mo- movies so far have been like visually striking and well made, but yeah. none of them are scary. Yeah, I think. Did you see Mama? Uh, no. Yeah, my my uh, I wanted to. my friend saw it and he said that it was it's like it was unsettling. Oh, like it was really unsettling. Yeah, I really wanted to um, yeah. see it. I, I think I have, he wanted to watch it. it a couple times. I was like, eh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I might avoid it. But anyway, but yeah. So we'll just um we'll just do that. Yeah. So there you go. So we talked a lot of Star Wars. Obviously, we don't want to go. I over mean, I'm not sorry. No, no, I'm not sorry at all. But, I probably could have done a whole podcast just on those two topics. Well, we did half of one. We did half so, of one. So, um, in comics, there's more news stuff um, for movies, but I'm going to push those into Wednesday. Um, yeah. For Wednesday's episode. They're timely enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for comics, um, there's just one story. According to the AV Club, the horror thriller comic Hack Slash may be making its way onto TV due to the efforts of the writer behind Hitman and A Good Day to Die Hard, Skip Woods. Um, I don't know if you've ever checked out Hack Slash or seen it but um it's kind of like an r-rated buffy the vampire slayer and it's just it's really fun and well written and the art's good and um it's i don't know if it's done at this point but i know there's a lot of like collected versions um hmm. so you could get like kind of the whole anthology together there you go but yeah good stuff could cool. be a good show yes and then Amazon's now suing uh, 1,114 anonymous reviewers who were hired by Fiverr.com to give positive reviews to Amazon products. Hmm. So, yeah. There you go. So don't don't review things unless you truly, truly feel have that way a about review. It. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. That's it. Ladies and gentlemen, that's that's all we got. That's that's it. That's uh that's the podcast today. That's that's the podcast. You can uh, check out our website, facebook.com slash IWTO podcast, our SoundCloud, just soundcloud.com slash Edinburgh now, the home of all Edinburgh campus, campus media. media. Or our YouTube, which you can find on it won't turn off exclamation point. Yes. Probably not this though, because Yeah, this episode no will this not one. be on there. Um obviously we are it's harder than it looks, yeah. guys. Yeah. <laughs> Work goes into this. But there's a lot of stuff. Some of our older podcasts are on there as well as um, some goofy videos. Other goofy things. Fun stuff. Fun. So uh, we will see you. Well, we, we, we'll, we won't see you. But we'll hear, hear. You'll, you'll hear you'll us. You'll hear us. We'll see you. It's uh, weird thing. While you listen to us, somehow we're able to see you. Our people will call your people. Yes. Yeah. On Wednesday, and just remember, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a little bit of a heavy podcast that day. Heavy. Yeah. It's gonna be pretty heavy, dog. Listen to our 
our station, but you live under a rock or in a bog, well, you can stream our station live at edinburghnow.com. WFSE, it's right there on the front page. You're tuned in to 88.9 WFSE Fighting Scots Radio. Centrally located in Compton 102 next to the Spectator offices, WFSC is the voice of Edinburgh University, playing the very best rock music of all time while serving the Edinburgh campus and community with news and sports coverage. Tell your friends to tune in to 88.9 FM or listen to our live stream anytime, anywhere at edinburghnow.com for the best mix of music, information, and fun. We are 88.9 WFSC Fighting Scott's Radio. WFSC is sponsored in part by Edinburgh Apartment Rentals, offering new apartments and townhouses to students and residents located directly off the Edinburgh University campus. The main office is in the Edinburgh Apartment Rentals Plaza, right off of Darrow Road, next to Norman's Pizza. More information is at 814-734-2700 or online at rentedinburgh.com. 